Hey guys, welcome to Diana's Lens, where I interact with you about the components in the STEM field and introduce you to fascinating people who passionately inhabit the scientific and technical frontiers of our society. My name is Riana Malhotra and I'm absolutely elated to share this podcast with all of you. On this episode, I'm joined by a drilling engineer who has been in the oil and gas industry for 8 years. She did a degree in petroleum engineering in the University of Technology of Petronas. I'm so glad to welcome and introduce Ella Tan. Thank you so much for coming on. I can't wait to begin our discussion. Hi, Rihanna. It's good to be here and I'm excited about our conversation. I'm so glad to have you. You know, this is the first time I'm meeting a drilling engineer. So I'm really excited about our conversation. Sure. So talking about that, uh, let me begin by asking you what exactly is it um in drilling engineer that you like to do and what what exactly is it like? So um a drilling engineer basically plans and executes operations to make underground oil and gas accessible in a safe and economical way. Uh, we work very closely with the subsurface team, the geologists, and the reservoir engineer. Um, they figured out where we need to get to. We come in and design everything to get there from the surface. Um, the biggest satisfaction I personally get as a drilling engineer is when I deliver a safe. and technical challenging well at the same time meeting or exceeding the objectives that we set as a team in an efficient way right that's really great to hear and is that what made you choose the oil and gas in- industry um actually this is a good question um i think my journey in the oil and gas industry started when I was lucky and offered an opportunity to study petroleum engineering by a national oil company back home. To be honest, I didn't know much about the industry at that time other than the petrol stations. Um it wasn't until I started my very first job assignment working 28 days on and 28 days off. on offshore rig that was when i got an eye opening hands on experience on the operations and things just got connected um so the more i am involved in the operations the more i realize how i'm able to contribute and make an impact so the more i feel this is where i belong Um even until today I wake up excited every morning to see what's going on with the operations what kind of challenges I need to handle and what can be done differently to achieve performance improvement I really marvel your dedication and your willingness to impact uh, people around you it's really great Yeah And are there any challenges you face while uh, you do your job in drilling engineering? So, oil and gas 
is a man-dominated industry. Rihanna, do you want to take a guess on how many percentage of the oil and gas workforce is female? You know, um, the STEM fields itself, engineering especially, it's really a male-dominated. So I think the percentage of men may be really high. Do you want to give it a try? Like, give me a number. I'll say probably, um, let me guess, 80%. I hope that's not too high, but... Uh, 80% of, of men and 20%. Yeah. Okay, very close, very close. Really? That's <laughs> so, that high? Huh? That much of a difference? Let me tell you. So based on a study done by the Petroleum Equipment and Services Association um, in 2018, only 15% of the oil and gas workforce is female. So oh. you actually, yeah, you actually got it very close. So, um, so when I first joined the oil and gas industry, I felt I was different and therefore I wasn't confident enough to put my 100% participation out there. You know, I thought no one was going to listen to me even I have something to say. It's interesting and it turned out to be totally opposite. I wasn't being treated differently and everyone was more than happy to help me picking up the operations knowledge and skills. So what I'm trying to say here is there is a perception out there that oil and gas industry is traditional, it's old school, and it's only for men. I think this is something we need to challenge because most of the time, Society perception shape our mindset and our potential is just limited by what we think we know. So oil and gas industry actually serves a very meaningful purpose to enable the world progress with the energy that we deliver. I hope to see more young and smart ladies to join me in this mission. Right, you're absolutely correct. And that's, that's why it's so important to introduce more people in the STEM fields. Yes, yes. Uh, like most of the STEM fields, especially engineering, are so male-dominated. Even young kids, these days, because of cartoons itself, they have a perception that <laughs> more male-dominated, uh, these are the more male-dominated fields. But that's not really true. It's really important to have diversity in STEM, more women in STEM as well. That's right. Diversity and inclusion. That is very important. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, now as technology is advancing slowly, mm. um, are there any changes in the equipments that you use for drilling engineering? Yes, definitely. Um, the oil and gas industry has evolved over the years and it has gone through a significant of change in an effort to become safer and more efficient. And when it comes to change, I think technology and data, they are two things that have a huge impact on it. Um, tech drilling as an example, right? So a lot of the drilling equipment on the rigs right now have been automated and digitalized so that they are user-friendly and able to prevent or reduce human error. 
Uh, also, the drilling operations are becoming more and more challenging as we are looking for oil and gas at places we have not yet explored and produced from. Uh, this can be tight reservoir, which means it has hydrocarbon, but low permeability to allow floor of that hydrocarbon. Um, it, it can be high pressure and, and high temperature wells. So for these types of wells, the technology and tools have to be designed in such a way that they can withstand the reservoir characteristics and get us to where we want to be. Um, other than that, with the advanced technology and tool that we use to drill the wells, we are getting more and more data, which is good because it enables us to understand what is going on downhole better. And this can help us to solve downhole issues more efficiently and plan for future projects more strategically. Um, another thing I would like to point out, Rihanna, is when we talk about equipment, the first thing we think of is hardware, right? So software is actually a part of it. Um, nowadays, we have the capability to model the wells before we actually drill it and verify whether our well design is feasible. Oh, wow. That's um, so like that really helps you to uh, analyze whether like before taking a step uh, ahead, it helps you analyze uh, whether the uh, program is strong or if you're going on yes. the right step. Right. So through uh, from the past and now we've progressed so much in technology and it's really helping all the fields that are around us these days. Yes. Yes. Not just engineering. I think it's is all the fields, medicine, and yeah, yeah you name it. Yeah, <laughs> it's making our life better and easier. Yeah. But, you know, unfortunately, now everything's online. That is also a headache because of COVID. Drilling engineering is a, a field that is, I think it's more concentrated uh, outside rather than uh, focused online. So uh, how are things different now that uh, COVID is here? So um, I am actually office-based and I have uh, colleagues working on site. So basically, there is not much change in my role as a drilling engineer due to COVID. Um, the only difference is, you know, instead of working in the office where I can talk to my team face-to-face, now that I'm working from home and I rely heavily on Microsoft Teams to engage with the people in the company, no matter um, that they are the colleagues who work in the office with me or um, on site. So we rely heavily on the technology to communicate. Um, so working from home, I have, I have worked from home for almost uh, one and a half year. So uh, it's definitely something something new to me. And um, actually, surprisingly, I've become more productive and have more time to focus on work. 
uh, as I don't have to spend time to, you know, dress up and commute from home to office. So before COVID, this typically took up to two hours of my entire day to, you know, dress up, um, commute from, from home to office, and then commute back to home from office, and then, you know, uh, took off all the makeup, things like that. So as we go, it can be accumulated into a significant amount of time. And I'm glad that I'm making a good use of it right now. <laughs> right, COVID has its advantages and disadvantages. Our whole world has flipped. We didn't even know that something like this could ever happen to us. It was all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. Um, so you did uh, petroleum engineering as a course in university. So how was the mm-hmm. experience for you? Well, actually, it was awesome. So we did not just sit in the lecture hall the whole time. Uh, sometimes we perform experiments in the lab to prove some, you know, physics theories. Sometimes we went for a field trip to study different types of rocks or to learn about different types of equipment. Um, I definitely had a lot of fun when I was in university. Now, what I miss most about my um, um, university study time was actually my internship time, which happened in my third year of study, where I got to apply what what I learned um, talk to the industry professionals and also gain more exposure to the real life world. That's great. Uh, so you got to know more about the course itself, which interested you by uh, talking to people that are uh, more senior to you and who have experience. Yes, yes, definitely. They, they are very helpful as well to, to help people, students to learn more about the industry and I'm so glad to talk to you it's I'm having the exact same experience but I get to know more about your profession yeah and then you can educate uh, your junior right like to 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 give them some some directions on you know the future yeah right and um what do people do after completing this course um, so that's another another good question, Rihanna. Um, a lot of petroleum engineering graduates join oil and gas companies after they graduate. So let, let's talk about the oil and gas industry, right? So the oil and gas industry is broken down into three segments, upstream, midstream, and downstream. So upstream is all about exploration and production of the oil and gas. Midstream is about transporting from the wells to the refineries. And downstream is is about processing the oil and gas and selling the finished product. Petroleum engineering graduates most of the time are involved in the upstream business and they are basically three types of companies operating companies contractors and um, service companies so operating companies 
they are the one who own the asset. Contractors, for example, drilling contractors, they are the one who drill the wells for the operating companies. And service companies, they are the one who provide required services, for example, cementing, wildlife, well testing to the operating company. So take myself as an example, right? I am in the operating company and a petroleum engineering graduate can become a drilling engineer just like me, uh, a completion engineer, uh, a reservoir engineer, uh, a production engineer, or a supervisor on site. So, and also I have seen people becoming geologists and geophysicists. So definitely there are many opportunities out there. Yeah, so even petroleum engineering itself can branch out to so many fields. Yeah. And the options are really vast. So what advice would you give to people wanting to pursue engineering in general? Uh, I, was, I would just say go for it. Um, I think it's important to do your research before you pick a major for your college so that you understand your why. For example, my, my why of doing what I'm doing right now is to develop the affordable, reliable, and ever cleaner energy that I'm able to human progress. I think everyone must figure out his or her why because that gives you direction. If you don't know your why, you will lose focus and, and won't be able to achieve big things in life. Yeah. That's some really great advice. I would definitely keep that in mind. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, it, and like, yeah, as you said, it's really important to be focused. If you're really distracted, then you don't know. Uh, then you will probably lose your way in uh, what direction you want to go. So it's right. extremely it's a, important. Mm -hmm. And it's a waste of time if you are not in the right direction, mm -hmm. right? So you need to figure out uh, what you want to be, why you are doing what you are doing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, that's it for today. Um, I had a really great discussion with you. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. I'm sure even the audience really enjoyed our uh, discussion. Uh, to let all of you know, the podcast is now available on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and many other platforms. Make sure you subscribe and listen to all uh, platforms. Thank you so thank much, Ella. Thank you for having me, Rihanna. I wish you all the best. I wish you all the best too. Hopefully you uh, keep being productive in your online journey <laughs> of drilling engineering. <laughs> sure. Sure. If there is any questions, um, feel free to reach out to me um, on Instagram. Sure, of course. Well, sure. thank you so much. All right. Bye bye.